Ladies and gentlemen, we have the West Philly's black billionaire, Mr. TP Texas himself, and the motherfucking Man Cave podcast. We would give you a round of applause, but you know you don't like attention. That's what you said. Not at all. That's why we got him in front of the camera and the mic in front right. of his face to keep him away from the attention. <laughs> but y'all didn't tell me that we was rocking a color scheme. What's the color scheme? Cream, oh, white, white. You got me over here looking blue like a bitch. Are you good? You light skin, so you blend in. Does it look good? A little bit. You kind of bright on the fucking camera. I don't know. These lights are tricky, man. Nah, you good. It's too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. You want to welcome the people back to the Man Cave podcast? God I already damn. did. That bro. was a Why weak fucking intro, dude. Fuck you, Do it again. Nah. Oh, you you talking to me like you from fucking Sleeve Master, bro. You've been taking this shit watching for real. You've movies. been taking this shit far, bro. That's all emancipation. It really got me. We had a fucking episode of Black People Can't Be Racist. This motherfucker George went crazy. Oh, I went hard. You got YouTube going crazy <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> YouTube going crazy in the comments. Man, we got to take that shit down. But nah, for real. This is uh, my big cousin, half a role model, Thomas Pender, ladies and gentlemen. He is a... Uh, here to tell us all about finances, taxes, money, etc. I'm especially excited because the tax season is here. Finally. Yeah, yeah, finally. You know, get the gear up, get that bread. So tell people a little bit about yourself, uh, how long you've been in the business, and you know why you do what you do. Um, so I've been in accounting for maybe 20 years now. Man, 20 years? Yeah, man. I graduated college in 2004. That yeah, you old as shit. Four. Yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely feeling my age by now. <laughs> um, worked for a CPA firm most of my life uh, as a assistant controller, CFO. Uh, started TB Taxes in 2010. Okay. And I mean, the main reason we started is for education. Like I was running the HR block part time just because I was bored and starting to see the drastic difference in education from. What they teach versus what I was te- getting toward at work. So my average client, I want to say I got, like right now I got 13 clients in my morning job at a CPA firm where I'm the CFO. And what they do is they outsource me to them. So I'm sitting here with all these rich people all the time <laughs> and learning one thing. And then I come back home and see what's happening yeah. at home. <laughs> it's 100% education. <laughs> and it's not even the fact that it's not available. We just don't care. And it's not in our face. So it more so just need to be in our face all the time. Right. For it to sink in versus just telling us, oh, where to go find it at or where to go read it at or anything like that. Right. So <clears throat> I got a couple of my friends. We opened our own accounting firm. That way, automatically, when you're getting your taxes done, you're dealing with an accountant. Accountant's expensive. They actually get your taxes done more. So we just made it affordable for them. Instead of you going to have to get a bus driver or somebody who never had a job or your aunt that worked for the IRS or something like that. Right. You get somebody to actually know what's going on. Mm. And that's not even the fact that most accountants do tax. Most accountants don't do tax. So accounting is just like law and medical. Right. So you got different types. You got people to do payroll. You got people to do auditing. You got people to just pay bills. You got people to just collect cash. There's a million different types of accountants. So you need to make sure you got the right accountant too. You know, they are tax accountants. So there's very few people. Most accountants go to a tax accountant to get their taxes done. Yeah. So you need to know exactly who you're dealing with. Versus just letting anybody play with your numbers. I never knew there was a fucking difference. Yeah, I thought yeah. accounting you just did anything. Like it was all. Our accountant got bad credit. <laughs> <laughs> you would think the accountant would be all crazy. the rich ones right. that they deal with the money. They're if not. My accountant got bad credit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think about this shit every day. I feel like America's a scam. 
Like, especially with the social media shit now, everybody telling you, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Yep. And the whole time they be full of shit. Yeah, social media is terrible. <laughs> Definitely. I hate when my clients call me and ask me something. They run over there. I <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, TP, I, I heard I could, uh, I could buy a car if I just claim my my seven neighbors' kids on my income tax and I just use the bread from, you know, when I work, whatever, like. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's definitely true that you can get the car in your business, but then they forgot to tell your business got to be able to afford the car. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't go together that quite easily. Oh, yeah. You had a question about that, right? About this whole everybody starting the LLC shit during the pandemic. Yeah, because I, I think any, everybody heard it like when mm-hmm. it was like 2020 pandemics at its highest, right? The government right. said, I got you. Here's right. 1400 to save your whole family. That was getting 1400 Wasn't it 1400 that people got? Stimulus? 12. Stimulus? But it was fluctuate based off your income okay. and right. how many pennies you got and everything. But then all you heard was people telling you just create, take that stimulus check, create an LLC, and then go into like... Uh, Unemployment or whatever, and do this da 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 da, and you get ten thousand dollars from the government. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. I heard it all over the place. People, <laughs> it was all over social media. I'm surprised they didn't get you. <laughs> Sitting there thinking about it, <laughs> but all I know is the government always come back. Right. So I'm like, I'm not gonna do this because I know it's not free ten grand, but I know a lot of people fucking did it. So I want to get your opinion on that whole situation the thought process that people was like you can do this and get the 10 grand and what is the after effect for the people that did do that so i mean mostly so i don't know which one was just 10 grand because it was a bunch of stuff out but <clears throat> most people starting them llc's so they get the ppp money mm-hmm. and the ppp money was legit for business owners mm-hmm. not for regular people so people starting the llc so they can get that but then it also said you had to have the, the taxes to show that you had the business owner Plus your PLs and everything to go yeah, with it. They and you had to make a certain amount of money to dictate how much you get for step one, Do that, 10 grand. Right. So people just started making up LLCs yeah. and then putting fake numbers in, then <laughs> submitting all the documentation. But they forgot that they never submitted the tax returns to match the documentation. So at some point, they're going to swing the block and they're going to come start looking. Because you already see people starting to get locked up for the PVP fraud. Really? But it's, it's, they're going to they go after people for a long period of time just yeah. going back to like, they can't get everybody. It's too many people in the world. It's a lot. Yeah. But they're going to get enough of us. Yeah. So they were. They were making fake tax returns too. Yeah, people would make fake tax returns, fake PLs. Just all they would get is just a T, uh, LLC number with tax ID number, and then give all fake documents to submit with it. Not that I'm interested in none of that shit. How the fuck do you make a t- fake tax return? I mean, either you just do the tax return, but you never submit it to the IRS. Oh. So you're going turbo tax and doing the documents, which they'll find somebody who just randomly just do taxes. Right. Like then they'll make the paperwork up. And then they'll submit all the documentation, but never submit that real documentation to the IRS. Because the IRS, they weren't checking to see if it was like Because it's two different departments. But also because if you submit the number. So in order to get 20 grand as an entrepreneur, you had to clear net like 100 grand to get the 20,000 in that PPP. Okay. So some people's getting the 20,000. We know they didn't make net 100,000. But if you submitted the paper to the IRS saying you made the hundred thousand, that means you owe like thirty thousand dollars in tax. Okay. So you never submit one side and only collect the other side. Damn. That's kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. Bro. I mean, I'm guaranteeing you the people that was just like, I'm doing this. Ain't no none of that was about to happen. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm not going to jail with y'all. <laughs> Yo, so like during the pandemic and shit, a lot of people like kind of like quit their jobs and like I guess they were looking for a way to like be financially free, you know, whatever you want to call it. And the pandemic's the perfect time to do it. It's just a fucking stupid ass, <laughs> stupid ass idea if you ask me. But um, what, like, what was like the kind of businesses you were seeing be successful coming out of that? Like, 
So, because <clears throat> you yeah. get to see people's money all the time. Right. So there's no successful business or field. You got necessity fields like tax and things you need to survive, like housing and things of those natures. Things that never go but away. You can make money in anything if you got the right niche and know what you're doing right. and you're good at it. So I can't really tell you there's a certain field. Like everybody trying to push like some. There's a lot of tax officers that's broke. Okay. There's a lot of tax accountants that's broke. So there's no one thing that you can say somebody makes money off of. Mm. So to answer the question of where do I see success, like what I do see success in was the home care agencies and daycare because it was new to us, but it's starting to slow down now. But that wasn't a, that wasn't a a PPP or pandemic situation. That was just a timing thing. Everybody, certain people got in at the right time to make the difference in it. That's not, that's not totally different. Right. I, and it's funny you said that because my dad was um, in a process of trying to start one. And I know that the city basically came down on him like, listen, it's a lot of motherfuckers trying to file for this. We're not letting anybody else make these for X amount of months. So now it's just kind of like in limbo waiting for like all his licenses and stuff. And it's crazy because like I, on one hand, I'm happy for black people. It's like, all right, y'all take the initiative. Y'all see what's making money. So you jump on it. But then it's like. Y'all watered it the fuck down. So now, like, if it was real legit companies out here trying to help people who actually need help, they're not going to get it. But, I mean, that's not really a black thing either. That's a people that thing. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a, fair. Yeah, that's a, it's just we see it because we're dealing with black people. That's true. Huh? That's, true. that's a people thing. That's not a, can't just say that. Sucks. My fault, my fault. <laughs> Dr. Umar, my bad. Fuck <laughs> me up. Right. <laughs> Internet gonna love that. Right. I forgot. Didn't you go to Lincoln? No. Where you go to school? Uh, Vernia. Oh, okay. I want to say. That's the HBCU pride. I thought you was nah, pulling that shit off. Not at all. Uh-huh. So I want to circle it back. Because um, you said you used to work at H&R Block, and that's kind of where you kind of started seeing everything. You said kind of do it on your own, you know, start from there. Going into tax season, like we said, the two most known convenient companies that people gravitate towards is H&R Block and then TurboTax, right? Just pure convenience, the way that it's advertised. Oh, do this for free, blah, blah, blah. Would you consider either one of those viable options for They're people? They're terrible. Okay. Explain. So. <laughs> <laughs> let you finish. Oh, <laughs> fucking trash. So I understood tax and what was going on from the start just because mm-hmm. of my job. And then I just did H&R Block because it was something to do. <clears throat> That's when I understood the problems <clears throat> and, the, and the gaps and the holes. Gotcha. So let, let me put it in some layman's terms is you're going to go as the bus driver to, what to do with your finances? I wouldn't. That's the person working at H&R Block, though. So on H&R Block, you take, a three, you take a three-month course, and then I put, sit in front of you and do your taxes. So I don't got no money, no credit, no nothing. And I do something totally different for a living, but I'm about to tell you what to do with your money. But what about like the TurboTax app? Really just yeah, you about to tell me what it. to do with your money. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what you don't know, do no taxes. You don't know nothing about no finances. You got all the same problems. But you're about to go do your own taxes. Would you go operate on yourself? Yeah. No, obviously <laughs> not. Obviously not. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to tell you what's going on out there. Right. Like, if you know what you're doing, that's yeah, okay. But I mean, it's just like, they make it so easy, right? That's, that's the beauty behind it. But like, you'll just take a picture of your W-2, we'll do the rest, and then we'll tell you what you're getting back on your income tax. And then that's it. You sit in there for 20 minutes maybe while you're doing it all, and then you pay maybe $40. You're like, oh, I think I did all right. But nobody really knows the beauty of going to an accountant, like a tax accountant. Like, I've never gone to a tax account, and I'm like, fuck it. 
because that's what I do. I just fucking take a picture of it. If it's going to do it for me, why would I have to go out and get somebody else? Right. So say you go through, so you just got a regular, you just working a regular job. And all right. So the one thing in our company, the difference is you paid 40 to TurboTax and they did it for a basic return for us is 70 bucks. So you save $30. Yeah. You don't even know if you're right. Yeah. So that means you already took a loss right there. Now, you could have missed forms because you only applying whatever you think you know. Yeah. So oftentimes we get clients that come back and return after they did on themselves or they went to some random place. Mm-hmm. And we do an amendment. So now you got to pay double and triple to me now to fix it. So if your return is only costing you 70 for me doing an amendment, now I'm going to charge you 170 because I got to fix the problem yeah. that's already jacked up. Now, that can be a two dollars $3,000 loss that you just did. Mm-hmm. Like a big thing that I see people do is they lose the school credits. So somebody did it on their own, and then I'll find out they're in school, and then they'll come back and bring them back to me. And I've had clients that went three years. So I've got them $8,000 because I had to go back and fix the old years. Gotcha. But what if they never were just running their mouth talking to me at that time? Yeah. They'd have never known they were supposed to get that eight grand. Wait, so you can get money from going to school? Yes. How the fuck do you do that? See? Yeah, I, 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 I've been out of school for years. He's the one that just uploads the W-2 yeah. and said yeah, everything right, is all right. Dead ass. <laughs> How the fuck do you get money from them? There's a form that comes with this from the schools, okay. 1098T, that got to go into the tax return, too, where you get certain credits and cash for those. Okay. Is that for paying, like, student loans or? No, just, just for being in the school. Bro, that's a goddamn shame. Wow. I lost all that fucking money. <laughs> now, loans are something totally different. Okay. Like, and you get a form for loans. Like, there's forms for everything. Okay. But we don't know if you don't tell us. So. Right. I know one of the things with a lot of my clients and... um is making mortgage payments. Is that something that people totally like ignore when they what you mean? Like, you know, you pay interest on your mortgage every mm-hmm. month. Is that something that people just ignore when they go to file the taxes or they not even A lot of people it? do. Okay. But it's not it's situational with that too, because it's not always use beneficial. Okay. So there's a certain form that the mortgage forms goes to. Then you gotta see if it's beneficial or not. Mm. Then there's a bunch of other things that go into that form to ah. make it even more valuable. Okay. But it, you don't know, you don't know. See, yeah, see, I don't, I don't fuck with taxes at all. Obviously, because I'm not, I'm not the professional. Yeah. But so a lot of my clients come to me like, oh, hey, Larry, like, what kind of things can I save money on? And I'm like, no, go see a fucking account. Nah. <laughs> like, I would get in trouble for giving you like yeah. faulty information. So like, I guess for my own sake, like, how do you help people who invest in real estate save money? As far as like, you know, when they're going to follow taxes or like, are there different kind of credits you can get them? I mean, it's all situational because it's different. It depends on what you got doing. If you okay. flip, and one, if you sizable and you're doing like flips, mm-hmm. and you need to be doing bookkeeping, because then your bookkeeping bookkeeping dictates your tax returns. Because everything that happens in your books, it shows in the tax return. Right. But then your bookkeeping, you need in order to do when you're doing bookkeeping, you need to do tax planning. Right. If you had a higher income. Right. So they all go hand in hand. It's not like it's one set thing. That's what people look for. That's the TurboTax way. It's one set thing that can be done that fixes all the problems. Yeah. And in reality, all three of y'all, all four of y'all's situation is 100% different. Unless y'all got that same exact, y'all make the same amount of money, y'all got the same exact age, y'all got the same amount of kids, none of y'all own a house. Like Y'all got to have all the same criteria all the way around for it all would be the same. But you'll get everybody talking and saying like, oh, well, I got 7,000. Why you only get four? Well, maybe it's because I got three kids and you got one. Yeah. So to kind of... Speak about like, oh, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what to ask for, what to talk about. Like, what are some, like you said, like uh, going to school, uh, that's a big one that people miss. What are some other things that people don't talk about or even bring up when they come to you because they don't even know that that's an option? To I mean, so that's still very vague and, and broad <clears throat> because you get write-offs just for doing repairs on your personal home. 
So everything is still situational oh, on what you actually have going on. We'd be here for days. <laughs> but what happens is when they come in, we ask a bunch of questions up front. Okay. Or when you're giving your paperwork to us, it starts to trigger certain things that tell us to ask you for. Or like we will ask you got like stock options or anything like that. And you might be like, yeah, well, then we know to ask you that we need more forms. So we're normally talking to you as we're doing the paperwork. Okay. So it's that communication that opens up new doors okay. to tell us to ask you for different stuff. So essentially, you can save money in your taxes with anything, depending on who you are and what you're doing. Correct. And then certain things you're supposed to be doing right. that fits your scenario, too. That's the tax plan inside of them. So like most businesses, they need to be doing bookkeeping. Most okay. people don't think bookkeeping is important. It's like insurance. Yeah. But I'm literally can you can make fifty thousand, I can make four hundred thousand and I can pay less taxes than you. <laughs> but that's tax planning. Right. Where people be like, Oh, I don't need an account. I just use uh QuickBooks and I do my own books. Well, all right, well that's fine. And then I give you a tax bill, like, oh, you got the IRS thirty grand. Well, such and such went to you and they only they didn't owe anything. Well, we did the tax plan, I did all their books and everything. Gosh. So we automatically knew did all the adjustments and what to do to make you not have that situation. Is that why Donald Trump was able to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about that when people was going around bitching like, oh, Donald Trump didn't pay no fucking taxes? Like, obviously, you know the game. So, so I mean, you if you're not paying taxes, that means you have to lose money. It's not like you're just not paying taxes. Okay. Which in his tax returns, when it came out, he said that it showed that he was said he was losing money for all those years. So then they got to go prove out that he actually lost all that money all that time. But, I mean, everybody can do it. But you, what happened is a lot of people got in the business getting these LLCs so they can lose money. That's dumb. So why would you spend money to lose money so you can get a bigger refund check back? So think about it. If you make 50 grand and you lose 10,000, that means you only got to pay tax on 40 grand. So now you pay less tax or you got a bigger refund check. Mm -hmm. All right, so you lost $10,000 to get a $2,000 refund check? Yeah, damn, I ain't thinking about that. So like a lot of people can come in and I'll tell them close their business. Like, oh, it's pointless. You want to go to work. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. But it's not my job to be your friend. It's my job to tell you what the truth is. Right. I'm trying to put you in the best situation. So most people should go to work. But for you to lose all this money while you're doing business makes zero sense. We could have put that $10,000 into the retirement plan for the next 50 years and made you a millionaire. Right. But you chose to be in business to fit the criteria of being an entrepreneur. That's a hard fucking pill to swallow. Yeah. Damn. I mean, everybody think that they can just work for themselves. Start any business. Now, entrepreneurship but, is terrible. Yeah. Most, well, it's like 90% of entrepreneurs don't make it. Mm -hmm. And most entrepreneurs are not, if you think about it, entrepreneurs aren't the ones with the money. They glorify the top people. Mm -hmm. So think about in college. They were like, when you go to, when I went to college, they said the average accountant makes $50,000. I'm about to be rich. I come from down the bottom. I'm, we grew up poor. <laughs> 50000 I already make more than everybody down here. Right. Get to college, I graduate. I got a $28,000 <laughs> offer. I was confused. They forgot about to tell you about uh, <clears throat> experience that you need, yeah. or the top people come out making a hundred, all the bottom people making twenty. That's how you got the average of the fifty. Yeah. So now I'm like, oh, confused. Like, oh, I got to figure this out quick. One thing is, I, I knew I'm gonna get a job because it was a demand field, right. but everything was the average. So they're not telling you the full story; they're selling you a dream, and that goes with everything. So that's why in entrepreneurship, most entrepreneurs are broke. Mm -hmm. Most of them are failing. They don't tell you that side. They just be like, oh, well, look, Donald Trump did it. All right, that's one. It's like making it to the league. Yeah, only a handful going to fucking do right. it. Right. Yeah. So a lot of people are self-employed where you make okay money, but that's also where I tell certain people to try to pair up. Maybe you shouldn't be the boss. A lot of people, this entrepreneurial world has made a lot of people more of management level. Mm 
mm-hmm. because now you learn how to deal with certain scenarios and coach the team since you've built it to that space. Right. So I, what I try to tell a lot of people is if you have two friends and say if this one friend is the actual entrepreneur and they're making 200 grand and they're on their own, well, you are an entrepreneur and you make 50 grand. Yeah, you do far on your own, but why don't you go work for that guy? And he probably can give you 100 grand yeah. and then he makes 400 grand. Now everybody's eating and y'all build out. Yeah, your name ain't on the door, you ain't making money, but you was only making 50 before, and now you make 100. The, the goal is to make money, not right. to be the boss. I don't care about my name. I want to get his payday. That's true. What I guess what's the difference that you see, if you can even speak to that, because obviously like, I feel like you would have to be more of like a, like a business analyst or something, but you know people. You see, you talk to these people all the time about money. Like, What's, what's the difference? Why are, why are some people like better off going to fucking work than starting a business? Like, are they just, are they just poorly planning with the money? Are they not reinvesting into the business? Oh, it's everything. <laughs> they not doing nothing right. No, no it's, so everybody's different. It's right. just, everybody got their own twist. Some people just take all the money out of the business, so they spend it all. Yeah. And then when that time, bad time hit, you're good. Some people just can't get the team together. They're bad with people, so you can't get more people to come in and work. Some people just not talented at the craft. So, because they're picking things based off of where everybody else make money, not what you're physically good at. So, it, could, it can be a million different things on why they are not that good. It took me like three years to really learn how to reinvest back into the shit that I was doing. Because I was doing exactly what you're talking about. I was making money and spending that shit, like rent, food, strip club, whatever the fuck I was into at that point in time. I seen this motherfucker in the strip club sometimes. So, he knows exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. Like, oh, shit, yeah. what you doing? Oh, shit. <laughs> Like, nigga, I told you. <laughs> yeah, but I never took none of the re up. That was the part. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. But, like, that shit is hard, man. And I, I feel you because, like, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I think, like, it's an American dream, like, this bullshit that they try to sell you on, right? Is, oh, start a business, get rich, blah, blah, blah. When really, like, you can go buy a life insurance policy and, you know, work your job and, you know, live a good life and leave your fucking kids something. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people want to, you know, see what's on Instagram and the flashy cars and think starting an LLC is the way to get to that the fastest. Yeah. I fucking feel bad for these people because, I don't know, you got to get up every day. Like, you your own boss. You got to figure out what the fuck you want to do that day. You got to figure out how you're going to make money, how you're going to keep the business afloat. Nobody's going to tell you how to do that. And then you got to go to him, and he's basically the principal Looking at your report card, like, all right, well. <laughs> and then I'm giving you a bill after, too. <laughs> like, right. And you're getting a fucking bill for it. Him. Like, I lost all this fucking mm. money this year. And now I got to pay you. <laughs> yep. That shit is trash. Why no, you it's funny you work? say that because, like, obviously my wife, you know that she does uh, pastry. She went to pastry chef. She has 10 years doing a bachelor's degree. And time and time again, people are like, yo, you need to open up a shop. You need to work for yourself. So these. And she's like, I'm not trying to do that. I don't want to open up a business, be responsible for myself, and then if the business flops, then I'm fucked. Yeah. And then she was like, I just work for somebody else, right. do what I need to do, get paid my money, go home after 5 o'clock, not worry about the business flopping. I just get my checks. I got my uh, PTO, right. and she's fine. Like, she knows her. Yeah. She's, she's really the smart That's one. That's the self-awareness that people just don't got. <clears throat> Yeah, she's the smart one. While all the other people are probably trying to do what they said, yep. they're probably the ones losing that ten thousand dollars to get a two thousand dollars <laughs> refund check, <Yeah. laughs> and they think they're outdoing her. Where she could be just putting her money up. A lot of people, like I, we all, always have been entrepreneurs. Like you, I think people were selling dinners out the house and all yeah. types of things before, but they just didn't get the IRS involved. Yeah. Why would you start now? <laughs> so you should, you did the same thing and just invested yeah, your money. Sucks. 
then you'll be all right. I go, I, I respect the working person more than the entrepreneur in a sense because as long as you're doing the correct things. Mm-hmm. And because if you look at it just in general overall, you got like the owners of Walmart and things of that nature that actually own the company. So that's four billionaires right there. Right. Now think about all the people that work for Walmart that make a million dollars. Think about all the people that invested into Walmart that's making a couple hundred thousand dollars. So there's more people that's at work that's millionaires than the entrepreneurs. It's just they're not we're not told that. So everybody's like, oh, let me be the boss. Like, no, if you're smart enough, that's why I gave this scenario to you earlier about LeBron. Yeah. I'm on the road with the boss, and then I make a bunch of money with him versus me trying to compete with the boss, and then I'm not making as much. That's why you ever hear that joke. Because me and uh, Larry, we talk, have you ever heard of Mr. Beast? Mm Mm-hmm. One of the biggest YouTubers ever. Rich, like he just knows the business of YouTube, right? Every every video he does, 20, 30 million views, like he just knows it. And one of the jokes is like, the best job in the world is to work for him. <laughs> Not to be him. Best mm. job in the world is just to work for him because he's going to take care of you. You got a good job. It's, he's succeeding. You're succeeding. But I don't want to be him because he has to worry about all this other shit. He has to come up with new ideas on a regular yeah. basis. He's the face. He has to represent himself, the company. I don't want, I'd rather be your friend or work for you. You need to go home at five. <laughs> and that motherfucker working nonstop. Yep. And it and it takes so much creative energy. But yo, I wanted to read this shit to you because you just brought that up about investing <clears throat> in Walmart. And I saw this fucking tweet earlier on Earn Your Leisure. Shout out to them, their podcast, um, Black Goose. I don't know. You should probably follow them too. It's, you know, he dropped a lot of shit. All right. Um, but they said in 2001, Apple released the first version of the iPod. It cost $399. If you had invested $399 in Apple stock instead of buying the iPod, today that stock would be worth $207,871. Could have went to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, what? Could have went to work. And we out here buying this shit all day long, bro. My whole fucking setup is Apple. I got two fucking iPhones. You don't own that one I, stock. I though. probably own like a quarter of that shit. If that. Life, like we make life hard yeah. for no reason. But you know why I appreciate more than anything having this conversation with you and I'm realizing this now is like, it's a lot about like, like looking at yourself. Like I don't do that shit enough. It's like, where can I, where can I improve? And then like, for me, like, Taxes is the thing where you get to pull your life apart. I'm like, all right, where the fuck can I improve? Because, like, when you're looking at your bank statements or whatever at the end of the month, you see where all your money is going. You see where all your time and shit is being spent because it's showing you, like, Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Uber Eats, DoorDash, the bar. Strip club. Strip club. Exactly. (laughs) Top five. (laughs) And it's like, all right, yo, like, my money is out of control so my my life must be out of control because the one usually follows the yeah, other. Correct. You know, you know what I'm saying? They go hand in hand. Exactly. Um, so yeah, like I I appreciate this conversation already. We only like halfway in. So tax season's here. You're gonna see start seeing all of the memes where you know the dude is like, "Baby, I love you." <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I know you got some taxes. Let me get the, let me get ten thousand. You know, I'm gonna flip that for you. Uh, what are some of the ways where you've seen people be kind of successful in taking a refund check and doing something with it? Um, I mean, me. I So I set my paperwork up where I pay the most taxes while I'm on my W-2. Okay. And that means I get the bigger refund check coming in the year. Okay. So how I started into real estate was my refund checks. 
like how everybody be like, oh, you can take your money, nigga, your damn penny, your house, you only got to put 3% down. Right. Yeah, I figured that out as a child. <laughs> so first property I bought, I took it from a refund check and went through the system, bought, bought my first property for 85 grand, uh, three years. When I, my mom and my mom said, oh, you crazy, you want to move back down the bottom? You a fool. Like, that was my neighborhood, so I'm not scared to be from there. Yeah. And three years later, I rented the place out. Probably went from 75 grand to 250. Three years. The neighborhood started changing. Yeah. <laughs> that was a refund check. Killing. But then I took my, re- so I always take my refund checks and I flip them. Every refund check I get, it goes to a bill, like, so it's normally related to, to uh, a property. Right. So normally I might be doing a rehab, so I got high credit card bills. I send that whole refund check to the credit card bills, or I send it straight to the mortgage because I want to pay the mortgage down that faster. Now the faster I can pay a mortgage down, then the faster I can get a new loan. Right. The more rental income coming in, the bigger loans I can get. All that started from a refund check, though. Break that down for me. Like, what do you mean you <clears throat> you so you pay more through your wages? Yeah. So say if you have three kids okay. on your W. W-4 is when you fill out for your job, you might fill down, you're claiming three exemptions. I put down zero. So okay. that means they're taking too much out of my check from the start. Okay. So that means it's like an extra savings account. So I tell people to go zero, especially when you got bad spending habits. No matter what is right or wrong, your spending habits dictate everything to me. So if you know you're going to spend the money, I tell you to go to zero instead of three. That's like an extra $200 they're not putting into your paycheck, and they're sending it to the IRS now mm-hmm. for you. I'm gonna get all of it back come tax season. So normally, where well, you might only get a two dollar refund check, now I'm getting you an eight or a six. Mm. We can take that whole six and we can dump it somewhere. So in two that's years, so that's twelve. Yeah, that's <laughs> how many people got twelve grand to save? That ass. So even though you 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 claim zero when you go to file your taxes, I get it all back. You can just say, "Oh, I got three kids." Mm-hmm. Oh shit! And then I get that's how I let them tax me the hardest at work. Right. And then I get all this extra money back when they be like, why are you keeping it? So I literally can make 200 grand and you can make 30 grand and I can get a bigger refund check than you. Right. And you know, refund check is based off of because of the income brackets. So if you're in that 30, that 20 to 35 area, that's where you get the most on your kids. Okay. So you hear on people and like, oh, I'm getting eight, nine thousand dollar refund checks because they got multiple kids in there in that income bracket. So pretty much they done told you how much they make. But then the people who make over that threshold, all they're doing is getting some of their money back. So I just paid too much in, so I'm starting to get so much money back. Oh, okay. Got you. And that helps people to basically curb their spending. Correct. Because you don't have it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I literally, it's a mental thing. <laughs> so even though even though I know I can afford to just keep my money myself and I can put it somewhere else, it makes it even harder for me to spend it. So the IRS just took an extra two, $300 a paycheck from me. I don't have that. I'm still putting my, my two, $300 a paycheck on top of that. Right. So then I got this big, I already got money I saved already, plus this big refund check I can pile them together. Damn. All right, then I, so I might only have five come the end of the year, but now I got another six coming from the IRS, the 11. Then I got a down payment on a new property. Damn. That's a crazy, that's a simple ass hack. Like, yeah, it's, it's so easy that it makes me angry that you just don't <laughs> think about it. <laughs> like you but it's a tax thing. Like, yeah. I literally, when I'm going through people's taxes, I tell them what adjustments to make. Yeah. You can't, that's what the turbo tax problem. Like, you just going in there and you get it done. Doing it done. So, you, again, you save 30 bucks, but you really lost a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. And I say that the same for like when the business owners use barbers, for example. Most barbers and hairdressers don't own anything. Yeah. Assembly because they don't file tax returns and they're not reporting anything. So it'd be cool because you made a hundred grand doing hair or 
cutting or whatever the case may be, but you literally don't got no car, no property, no nothing. So I'd rather would make $30,000 and I'll go buy a couple cribs and I'm going to pass you at some point. Now, we done hit 50 years, 50 years old. You're not still doing hair. Most of your people don't got no hair. That's true. You don't got no retirement plan. You don't got no benefit package. You don't got no social security. You don't have nothing that you follow. Only thing you're going to have is like the, um, what did the old people get? Uh, oh, retirement, <clears throat> social security. You, your social security is going to be extremely low because you never paid. Right. But uh, it's Medicare. Medicare. So that's the only thing you're really going to have. You're going to be trying to survive over you. Or you're going to be trying to find a husband or a wife who've been working all this time right. so you can freeload off of them. <laughs> but that's why it is not always the income. Sometimes I'd rather, that's why I still bring it back to a job is most of the time more important. And you can get a lot ahead farther working that job than just being an entrepreneur. Not saying don't be an entrepreneur at all, but you just got to know what works for you. Like how you said, your wife says like, oh, I just want to do this. Yeah, I'm with her before somebody else come here and tell me a dream. Like, bro, you know, I tell you the worst case scenario. Like, you're probably going to fail. Yeah. Now you can go take it from what you want from there. But you still gonna get my you're gonna get a bill out of me regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so I I guess as much as people hate paying taxes, like you don't exist in this country if you're not paying taxes. Like no. you, you just all the things you just mentioned, you can't get a fucking car, you can't buy a fucking house. You basically are an illegal alien if you don't pay taxes. And tax is not bad. So like a lot of my higher value clients. I tell them they want to pay taxes. So a lot of people have shifted where they used to make a little bit of money and they make a lot of money now. And they don't want to pay taxes because they're still in that mindset of, I don't want to pay taxes. And I'm like, all right, <clears throat> now you got to pick a side now. So when you do tax planning, you can pick and choose more so when you want to pay the taxes. Right. So you can literally, and back to real estate, is say if I make $100,000 a year, the threshold is around seventy. But say if I buy two properties and I'm being in rehabs and I got all these losses I'm taking from the properties in a management company for $40,000 a year, now I only got to pay taxes on sixty grand instead of hundred grand, and so it also pushing me into a lower tax bracket. So that's good. I might only be, I'm paying lower tax bracket. Now, once those properties are done, then the rental income coming say it's another twenty thousand. So you went from where you only had to pay taxes on sixty, now you're paying taxes on one twenty. You're a hundred thousand dollars salary plus an additional twenty thousand dollars in rent. Yeah. So now you got a tax plan. You got to go find bigger properties now to redivert the income back down to the sixty again. So that's what I'm doing on the real estate side. So mm. people be like, why are you keeping these refund checks? Because I buy more properties and do certain things where I invest yeah. in new businesses. That's going to make me lose the money. So I didn't physically lose. I lost the cash, mm -hmm. but I didn't lose the money. The money is tied up into something else that's going to come back to me 10 times more later on. That's fucking smart. So I, I want to I touch on the barber thing real quick. So say my uncle, wherever the fuck he at, um, <laughs> Hasn't paid taxes in 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. He's been a barber for however long. Is he able to, it's like, all right, I want to be able to buy a house. Let me go to TP Taxes. What can you do for him to be able to help him buy that house? I mean, it's an easy fix. All he would have to do is just get his bank statements. Hopefully, he's been depositing the money. Okay. So if he got proof the funds out. So if you're depositing the money or you can proof the funds out that he had the cash, then we can still do the tax returns back three years. Okay. So you, only, you can go back three years as long as the IRS is not telling you. If the IRS tell you to go back farther, then you can go back farther. But you just, I don't tell anybody to go back farther than three years. Okay. So he would just have to bring his bank statements for the last three years? Mm -hmm. And prove it out. And then we can do the paperwork off of that so we can get the tax returns filed. Then, yeah, he can turn around, but now he got a big tax bill to go with it yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I'd rather him pay the tax bill than not be able to buy a house. Right. So this, and back to the thing I was telling you about all the clients is, Taxes is a good thing to pay. So taxes, you want to look at your report card. 
that dictates on how well you're doing, right. how much you want to pay. Yeah, you don't want to pay the max tax, so you want to pay the least on the most amount of money you can make. You've never heard a rich person ever say, oh, I make too much money, that's why I pay a lot in taxes. <laughs> Only poor people. Like I've never heard of rich people like, oh, I want to pay taxes, I'm going to make less money. Poor people say that. <laughs> or they'll say, um, you work too much overtime, that's why you're getting killed in tax. Like, how could you possibly not, how could you make too much money? There's no right. such thing. So that right there is a poor mindset. Now, if you make 100 grand, it's like $30,000 every 100 grand. But it's because it's like 40% tax. So if you made a million, you'll never make an, you'll never make as much money as the bank can give you. And that's what people don't understand. So to break that down yeah, is. You'll never make as much <laughs> yeah, money as the bank can that give well. you. Yeah. So, okay, I'm, I'll let you, I'll let you do your thing. All right. So if you make, to get a hundred, a $200,000 home, mm-hmm. you need to make like 50 grand. Right. All right. So you made 50 grand, you owe 10, $15,000 in taxes. You paid only 15. You got that house. Right. The same goes in business. So if you make a hundred grand in your business, then you're like, oh, I'm getting money now. But that means a hundred grand doesn't feel like a lot to you anymore. You probably want a half a million dollar loan. <laughs> you don't got a half a million dollars. Right. So you're making a hundred, you want to pay your taxes on that, go ask the bank for 500. Right. All right, so now you got a 500 and you think you're getting money now. Who wants a $500,000 home? <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to turn around, pay my taxes on my five. I'm going to go ask the bank for $2 million. <laughs> I never had $2 million. So I just keep doubling back. I pay the IRS. IRS, oh, Uncle Sam might say, hey, you owe me $200,000. That's cool. Take your two hundred. I'm going to go to the bank. Hey, Santander, I need $2 million. <laughs> and it's going to be back and forth, give and take. Yeah. Otherwise, I would never had the $2 million. So I'm going to pay one. It's like you robbing Peter to pay Paul. Hey, yeah. you give me the $2 million and you take your two hundred. Yes, you have to pay the bank back. But if you're the entrepreneur you say you are, mm-hmm. or if you're just doing the right thing with your money, if you got two million, I hope you can afford to pay the note back yeah. on the two million that you getting the fucking the deal on. Otherwise, you shouldn't have did it at all. But again, that's what leads back to you'll never get as much money as the bank can give you. Damn, that's crazy. I so never I, heard that shit. Yeah. So I always pay my taxes. Like I don't care. Whatever you want to take from me, take it. There's my number. Take the money. <laughs> I hate paying it. I cut the check. <laughs> but then I go right to the bank. Hey, Uncle Sam just got this. So I feel like y'all owe me this. And they'll say, because remember, debt to income ratio and all that plays a factor into it. So that's the tax plan inside of it. They'll say, oh, you can get this. It's still more than that. 30,000 I gave them, or 100,000 I gave them. I'm asking for large numbers. I'm not asking for small numbers. So I'll cut the check. And then I'll just keep dumping it back in itself. So if you use real estate, I'll get IRS 100 grand, go at an IRS bank for a million dollars. I'm going to buy a property. I bet you I'll make more than 100 grand. Yo, so hypothetically, right? Not saying that anybody out there has never done this, right? Let's say dude come to me. Realistically, he sells drugs, but he tells me, you know, he's an entrepreneur, right? He's depositing his money in his accounts. Can he somehow do the same thing? Like, mm-hmm. but he still got to prove the funds though. Okay. That's the problem. When, so when it hit the bank account, the bank is going to know where the money's coming from, unless it's all small deposits. Gotcha. So, but when you file a tax return, you gotta say what you do too. Yeah. So then you gotta come up with something that's gonna say it's like it's a money laundering. That's right. what they're doing. Right. So when you hear like uh, I'm trying to think who a show Ozark. Right. Them boy, he's money yeah. laundering. So you seen they were buying at liquor stores and all that type of stuff and, right. and making up fake invoices. Right. That was the business going back and forth so you can proof out on the tax returns to keep the IRS on the back. Even if you think about in the drug world, most of the big time people didn't go to jail for murder. <laughs> Or drugs, they went to jail for tax evasion. Right. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing you can't get rid of is taxes. Yeah. Right. So you was better off just paying Uncle Sam their money mm-hmm. 
And then Magnum had to prove that you were selling drugs. Wesley Snipes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Technically, just where you get Gordat, because you can't prove the money out now. So now that's when they come looking for you. And you got, I'd rather, you were much easier going to jail for a, something dumb in, in the criminal world than going for the IRS. Because you go to jail with the IRS, they take your money and you got to do the time. If you shot somebody and you had money, they just, you just go to jail. When you come back, your money's still sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I would tell people, the one person you don't try to fuck over is the IRS. Right. Yeah, that's some shit. They're yeah. the biggest gangster on the fucking planet. Yeah. Like, you can go shoot a cop, but don't you not fucking pay the IRS. Man. Don't you not pay the man. <laughs> God damn, that's crazy. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so uh, I have a, I guess, kind of like um, another one. Strippers. So that's legit. That's legit? Yeah. Stripping is legit? Yeah. It's like OnlyFans. Like, you show the money and you follow everything like you should. And you can milk it. What the fuck does a stripper say? Milk it is hilarious yeah, as far as <laughs> I mean, you really put and everything on goes, a dancer right? on your uh, W2. Oh, like a, oh, like a professional yeah. dancer. Mm-hmm. You can oh, put entertainer shit. or something. Wow, bro. Anything you can make money that's legal, you do the same way. But if it's illegal, you do the same way too. It's just you might get caught. <laughs> but you still pay demand. So as long as demand paid, that's one less person after you. God damn. You always have to pay somebody. So even if you be like, oh, I want to pay the IRS, you have, you're paying, you're still taking a hit because now you don't, you don't got nothing. So you didn't pay in cash, you just paid in time. That's why I use the example of the person making 30000 and the barman making 100 grand. I might own three properties now, and you still only make 100 grand. Right. Now, by the time we hit 50, now we're at the equal level. But I got all my pensions, retirement plans. I still make my same 30, or hopefully I grew over the time. Like my number goes up. I got rental properties now. You've been making a hundred. You're never going to go down because your clients are going bald and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, paying your taxes is helping you scale the business, mm-hmm. and I, I I think that's like important because people don't understand how leverage works, right? People think, oh, I got twenty thousand dollars in the bank, I got more money than you because you only got five thousand dollars in the bank. Mm-hmm. But if your credit is straight, your taxes are filed, you can go to the bank like you said, and Go do something else, reinvest, mm-hmm. buy property, whatever, versus the other person, they shit out of luck. And with inflation, right? Like your money's worth less just sitting in the bank. So, no names. When we were sitting at a family meeting one time. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we yeah. go. I was sitting and, here thinking about that shit. And we were arguing, man. We were yeah, arguing back and forth. Arguing. And he pulled out 200 cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I don't got that. He's like, oh, you don't get no money. I'm like, that's cool, but I'm going to go get like two million out of the bank tomorrow. I can just right. tell him my name. And they'll give me the money. Can you come up? How long have you come up with it? And he couldn't. Right. So that means you couldn't be a part of the deal because you don't have enough money. So it's, it's no cat. It don't. It, you need to be liquid. Yeah. And what you can do lines of credit and be liquid. It's just a million ways to skin a cat. Yeah. So it don't have to physically have cash in hand on the bank in your pocket. I I hear that shit a lot. Like people going and taking out um, like lines of credit, business credit cards, and all of that shit. Are they? Are those the same people taking losses on their businesses just to get this? Business credit card or line of credit? No, no, no. So you're definitely not taking losses because why would I give you money in lines and you take an L? That means right. you can't pay my money. Okay. So your paperwork shows that you can make make the payment. Okay. Or you, the cash is coming from somewhere else where you can, like, you can, you can, or you can put the collateral up. So banks will give you loans even though your company is struggling, but you might got the assets in the business to get the money. So okay. say if you got properties or a then you can give this property up and they'll give you 800 That means they get to take your property if you don't make the payments. So you're more at risk than them. Mm. 
does the does the back file and this is like more of a personal question does the back filing for a business because i have an llc that i like the rental properties under do you can you back file for a business the same way you would for a personal mm-hmm. yeah but they're supposed to be done if you're a regular LLC. They're supposed to be done together. So that means you got to amend your personal taxes and fix them. Oh shit! So now your paperwork wrong. Oh shit! That's a bad job. That was just a hypothetical question. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, that was a hypothetical question. I really mean that one. Yeah, it's, it's everything is situational. There's no one right or wrong answer to it. You just doing more so what works for you in that scenario. But that's why it all leads it back to who you're around and who you're dealing with and who you do business, where you can, it'll open your eyes up to new things. So, like, I still have my job, my morning job. Right. And people think I'm crazy for working my morning job. But the same way people go to seminars and things like that, nature, that's how I use my morning job. So I'm just getting paid to be at my seminars. Okay. So, I mean, I would have never met a millionaire, like, face-to-face outside of sports and illegal activity and stuff like that. <laughs> Until I became an accountant. Right. So, but your two closest people in your life and business is your accountant and your lawyer. So, and even and just doing taxes. I know more about people's life than their husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And they normally ask me questions and tell me everything because you have to be open to me in order for me to help you. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> and that scenario is with me being at work, being around all these rich people, and I they have to tell me everything since I'm their accountant or their CFO or whatever, yeah. then I can literally be sitting in the office and I'm like, oh, that's how you did it? All right, I don't have the twenty million dollars you got, but I got this twenty grand, and I'll go home and try it. And then that twenty grand turned to sixty, that's yeah. it, turned to a hundred. All right, their twenty million turned to forty million, fifty million. But we all came up. I just right. was on a smaller scale right. by doing it. But I only seen that because of who I'm around now, and those, and that's the doors that that situation opened up for me. So that's why, literally, why I stay at work so I can figure out some of those tactics. God damn, what's like the one gem you kind of picked up? By meeting with all of these people, because I like obviously they 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 giving you hella game for you to still be there. Um, <clears throat> so it's not even more so gems I get more. So. One the main thing is entrepreneurship is really a trick. What you mean? Like they don't they don't they barely really enjoy it. It's who they are. Okay. So they're in business because they're solving a problem, and then they're really good at that, and that's how they got to that space. But the main thing I might be learning from them is dealing with people. So that's the biggest problem in business, especially with the era of entrepreneurship where everybody wants to be their own boss. So then you got to figure out how to deal with the, the mastermind. You got to figure out how to deal with this many people to get everybody to focus on the same exact thing at the same exact time, like band basketball, right. which I think most people didn't play sports. So when you play a sport, everybody's focused on one goal and to get the championship. You got to keep all those people consistently after that one goal to get the championship. That's very difficult to do. Because right. people fall off all the time trying to figure out in their own way and they lose sight of what's really going supposed to be happening, even if it's more beneficial for them. So just imagine if Scotty Pippen said, you know what? I don't need Jordan. I don't need to be a part of the Bulls. And he left. Okay. <laughs> They'd have got a new Scotty Pippen to come in. Right. And Jordan would have still won because that core nuclear, like not meaning Scotty's not that good. Right. But he was, he's a, he was a space filler. So it's hard to keep that team together so that y'all can hit that goal. And that's where most, even the biggest companies, they all had that problem with staffing. Yeah. yeah, they get the higher quality people. Everybody still has that pitfall in staffing. It's just the smaller you are, the harder it is. Even with y'all, I'm sure all y'all trying to build y'all brands, even just friendship. Yeah. When y'all all just trying to do something to get to a common area, even if y'all not mixing business together, somebody else might be like, oh, I want to do real estate. And I'm like, well, I want to do this. And if it's not supposed to how it works, 
it should be whatever the first person can get us out. That's what we doing. I don't like if you said, "Hey, I'm a great swimmer," and you be like, "Oh, I play baseball," and I'm like, "I'm an accountant." Now maybe I make the most, but you got the quickest way for us to get out. Right. I'm rolling with you, right? Because <laughs> it's a benefit everybody to get the money faster versus us all working separately and trying. Like my homie, he does. He's an electrician. I told him every time if you get to a space where you can you need it for growth. I'll close my shop tomorrow or I'll just leave my staff and be like, do any of y'all want to do electrical? And if they say, yeah, they come with me. If they say, no, I'm like, all right, y'all can handle this. Call me if y'all need me. I'm going to go ahead and do this electrical. And right. he'd be like, yo, you're not done. I'm like, man, I'm going wherever we're going to get out faster. I'm, we got one goal is to make money, not who going to look good or do whatever. I look good after you pay my check. <laughs> <laughs> Paycheck on for, come out on Fridays. I'll be there Friday. Right. And they're like, damn, Tom, you looking good. Yes. <laughs> my name ain't on no doors or nothing. I'm going on at five too. Yeah. <laughs> I rather I would like to go home at five. I don't really want to be the boss. Right. It's just a scenario I'm in, right. and that's what I like. Like all of my clients, none of them really want to be the boss. It's just a scenario they're in, right. and then they're addicted to it too. So that's a personality trait where it's just a lifestyle. Like they can't go to sleep at night. They want to do everything. They got to be a part of everything. They got to learn everything. Yeah. They're looking for growth. Yeah. That's just a that's a part of them. Yeah. So that's the entrepreneur person. There are other people who are just more so a self employed person trying to make extra money. Make the extra money off the other person. Right. So that's what more is like. I always thought that way, but that made me think of it more as I seen it in any life. And the more I'm around them, clearly the more money I make. So I stay. Yeah, clearly. God damn. But yo, are you hiring shit? Can people can get a job <laughs> at TV Tax? We definitely looking for new accountants and tax preparers currently. Now we just hired three new um tax preparers. We looking for more though. Cause we're looking to open a second office next year. Right now, we all function out of one office. Congrats. But we're trying to move it to the second office by next year. So hopefully we can find a building because the real estate market is just trash. It's not trash. Don't listen to anybody else. <laughs> it's not trash. The real estate market is, is popping. Yeah, fuck time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, but tell people where they can find you, man. This was this was a fucking dope-ass podcast, and you dropped a lot of gems, but I want to make sure that we get you the hell of business. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure you want some extra attention. You know, he's a good-looking dude. <laughs> Jump in the DMs. Where can people find you at, bro? Um, so our website is tbtex.com. TBtex is everywhere. So it's tbtex on all websites. Our website is tbtex.com. Uh, the phone number is 215-TBTexas. So just wherever. As long as you put tbtex in, you'll find us. He's a sharp motherfucker. I got the phone number to match the goddamn business name. That's <laughs> your well, He got the phone number first, and then he got the business to, to match the phone number. <laughs> is that what you did? No. Nah. <laughs> what I was going to say. Wow, that kind of <laughs> I didn't even come. That was funny because I didn't even come up with the name of TV. Somebody's making fun of me and called it TV Tech. So oh, that's word. how I used it. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to flip it. <laughs> that shit. Yeah, right. that's, that's exactly how I came up with the name. So Eric, most of my decisions came out of stiff situations like that. That's what's up. Which is all the timing. And that's, that's part of business too luck. A lot of times it's luck. Like you got to be doing the right thing at the right time. Somebody can come behind you doing the same exact thing yeah. and they blow up. Be like, oh, I've been doing this for 40 years. It's a timing thing that you just missed that right spot. Well, thanks for coming on, Tom. I appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. My boy George, you over here looking at me all fucking crazy. I'm productive and shit. That's not what the fuck no. I said. <laughs> That's not what the fuck I said. But I'm Larry. This is George. We appreciate y'all for coming on the Man Cave Podcast to the next one. Bro, you be on some shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>